Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are going to be talking about all of the events from Tuesday, June 29th of 2021. Um, So I'm trying something a little different in terms of like where I'm recording. So usually I record on my couch. Um, I don't know, I just don't feel like sitting on my couch today right now. So I'm sitting at my desk and it might be a little more echoey because I'm not as close to my microphone. Um, Hopefully it's fine though. If it's not... I'll notice and I'll fix it tomorrow. But um, today was a fairly quiet day. Um, All in all, given that like Queen Elizabeth is in Scotland this week and it was just like there were events. So obviously, I mean, we're doing a podcast, but it was pretty chill, which is cool. Um, So we're going to have a pretty chill episode. I'm going to go through and like just go through the events. And, um, yeah, that's what we're doing. So we are going to start, however, with the fact that today was the last day of the round of 16 for the Euro Cup. Um, and today was the only day of the 16, well, I guess it's eight games. Um, the eight games where Royal was in attendance. Hmm. Yeah, it is. I'm try- I was trying to think back to if Crown Prince Frederick was at the Danish game, but he was not. So, um, today the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge, so William is back in England, um, today they attended the England-Germany game and they brought Prince George, which was amazing um, and so fun. And he wore a little suit because I guess that's how you have to dress in that viewing box like I don't know if it's a royal box but it was definitely a VIP box uh Ed Sheeran was in there David Beckham um those were the only people I recognized yeah but I think there were some other like famous former football England football players and so George came with his parents and it was really fun England ended up winning two two zero, I think. Um, I ended up watching the game. The original plan was to not watch the game um, because of, like, I don't know. I was, I I just didn't want to. Um, Also, like, I'm still not a full-blown football fan, friends. So I was like, well, I won't watch it. And then George was there and Will and Kate were there. So I watched the game and it was worth it. Um, and then I got stuck watching the next game too. And I, that's how I spent my day was watching football. So that was fun. Um, it was a wormhole for sure. I didn't pay a ton of attention to the beginning part of the Sweden Ukraine game. Like I think I tuned in around 80 minutes, which a game is 90. So I tuned in with the last 10 minutes, but then it went into extra time and went 125-ish minutes. So I was still paying attention for 45 minutes. So that was fun. 
Um, but so we had the royal attendance and I thought because I was talking about it, I would give you guys the update on who is playing in the quarterfinals, which is the final eight teams. Um, so we have Denmark won their game on Saturday. Netherlands was knocked out. Um, Belgium won their game. They beat Portugal, who were the 2014 or 16. It was probably 16. 2016 Euro Cup winners. Um, and Belgium, I believe, is like the first seed. Like they're the expected winners. Um, or the best. They're, no, they're ranked number one. Um, so they won. And then Spain beat Croatia in extra time yesterday. That was fun. Uh, today, England won versus Germany, and Sweden was knocked out. Um, they lost in a last-minute... Uh, Ukraine got a last-minute goal in what was had to have been the... I mean, in my life, because I don't watch football, it was the craziest extra time I've ever seen. I watched yesterday's extra time with Spain. That was crazy, but this one was... Wow. <laughs> Just a lot. So anyway, that is my journey of becoming a football fan and where our royal family or where the national teams from our monarchies are. So going into the quarterfinals, we have Belgium, we have Denmark, Belgium, Spain, and England. Um, so far, no one is playing each other, which is making it very easy to continue to root for just each monarchy. Um, that is going to end at some point. Um, so we'll see. Um, but yeah, it's really easy to like go into each game going, I'm just going to root for the monarchy. So Belgium starts the quarterfinal and play Italy, I think on Friday. So if you need me Friday or Saturday, I'll be watching football. Yay. So much football. Um, okay, so that is where we were at there. Um, we don't have a Belgian segment today because I can't figure out if there were an, there was an event or not. Um, it was the second day of the meeting of the heads of state for German-speaking countries. So there were some people still there, but the one I've seen one picture. And it didn't feature King Philippe and Queen Matilda. It doesn't mean they weren't there. It just means I didn't see them. Um, we'll see. I do know, like, they're going to be kind of off for the next three weeks. At least that's my expectation. Um, they might work through the through this week, maybe. But they have nothing on their calendars, um, the last time I checked, at least. And then um, they'll come back for Belgium's National Day, which is... Uh, July 21st um, and then they I don't know what happens after that I can't remember what last year was and what this year may be a little bit different um, so anyway that is what was going on in Belgium may have happened may have not but for but with that let's go over to the British royal family I decided that we're taking out uh, national anthems today because there are three, and I don't know, I just don't really want to put in the effort of, like, doing that, so we're just skipping them, which is fine. It's a very chill episode today. Um, 
I'm also toying around. We'll see just what July, what July looks like. I just said July really weird. Um, we'll see what July looks like, but I may go to every other day. Um, I was looking back through what I did last year and that's what I did for like the first week of July. And then I picked back up. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that might just be a play every day by ear kind of thing. But, um, I, in looking at the calendar for like tomorrow and the next day, it's just going to be kind of like, um, weird. So like July 1st is going to be a huge day, but I'm already giving the Princess of Girona Awards its own episode that goes up. I'll record it on Friday. Um, so like I'll mention it, but I'll do a full in-depth episode on Friday that'll go up Saturday morning. Um, and then there's the thing that the Duke of Cambridge is attending, which is, I think it's on Thursday, is the um, statue unveiling of his mother. Um, so there's a statue of Princess Diana that is being unveiled on what will, what would have been her 60th birthday. Um, so like, that's going to be, you know, something to talk about on Thursday, but like pretty much everywhere tomorrow is, there's nothing. So unless the British Royal family take on like 16 engagements tomorrow, I don't expect an episode, but we'll see. Um, I know there are some things happening. It's just few and far between. So anyway, we'll play that all by ear. Um, so in the British royal family today, we do have a couple of events because um, it is still royal week in Scotland. Um, so that was, of course, the thing of the day. Um, so today, Queen Elizabeth uh, held two audiences in like the early afternoon. Um, first, she met with the First Minister of Scotland. Um, who is, this is her correct title, is First Minister, um, but she serves in a very much, like, Prime Minister role. Um, so Scotland is very similar to the autonomous communities in, in Spain, um, and, like, they are very autonomous from England, like, they have their own national soccer team, um, but it is a little different, um, but they are still ultimately governed by the UK. So he, she's like prime, prime minister of Scotland, if there were such a thing, um, just like in autonomous communities in Spain, there's a president of the community, but then there's the president of the federal government of Spain, like the prime minister of Spain. So it's kind of like that. Um, so they held their first in-person meeting in a very long time, um, Queen Elizabeth said the word telly, which I didn't know was still a thing that English, British people <laughs> used, but they did, but she did, and it was fun. Um, and then she also met with the presiding officer of Holyrood House, which I'm not sure what that is. I didn't do a ton of research on that position. Um, so those were her two, like, meetings, uh, and then she visited the Argyle's Museum at Stirling Castle, which is a museum that shares the story and history of the, I think it's Argyle, and Sutherland Highlander Regiment, um, which is an elite regiment in the 
uh, British Armed Forces that saw um, action in the First World, First and Second World War, um, and are one of the oldest regiments in the British Armed Forces. So that was really cool. Um, so I follow because of the nature of this podcast. I follow a ton of royal reporters, um, and so they were talking a lot about being in Sterling and then there's a famous English soccer player whose name is Sterling and so like all these English royal reporters were gathered together in a parking lot of a grocery store um (laughs) watching the England Germany game so they were rooting for Sterling the player in Sterling Scotland I don't know just a fun little joke that I saw on Twitter um I think it was Chris Shipp who's with ITV or ITV who made that funny little statement. Um, So that was Queen Elizabeth's Day. And then the Duke of Cambridge was also in Scotland this morning um, and then went down to England. Busy day for him. Um, So he visited the BAE shipyard um, where he marked the start. So he cut the first piece of something, some building equipment for the aircraft carrier HMS Belfast. Um, And then was also checking in on the progression of HMS Glasgow, where he made the announcement that Queen Elizabeth had decided that the Duchess of Cambridge will be the sponsor of HMS Glasgow, which is in construction. So at some point she will be present for the unveiling ceremony when the ship is ready. Um, And then while he was there, he also um, received three like model ships, like model aircraft carriers. So I'm thinking... Like the HMS Belfast, the HMS Glasgow, and one other, maybe the um, the new Queen Elizabeth aircraft carrier that Queen Elizabeth is the godmother sponsor of, um, that she just launched the other day. Or well, it's been a few months now. Um, so I'm not, but I don't, I don't know. That was in May that she did that. So, um, I don't know if that was the third one, but that's the only other like. HMS anything I can think of. That's an aircraft carrier. Um, So that was really fun. And then, of course, we already talked about the England versus Germany game. Um, And so that is what was going on in the UK. We'll now take a peek at the court circular and see what was going on there, um, if there was anything additional. I did see a, like, I'm sure it's not a rumor. It's just I didn't I don't always pay attention to the right sources um, that the Prince of Wales is also in Scotland, but not taking on Royal Week. Um, So he may have started summer. I don't really know, Um, but he's in Scotland. Maybe he's just very much avoiding all the, because there is a ton of drama happening behind the scenes. Of course, I'm not here to talk about it, but there is just a lot of things happening. Um, Okay, so we have... nothing additional on the court circular that I haven't already talked about. So now, um, God, I'm so used to like doing the formal transition. Um, but then our next two countries, so we're jumping pretty much from the UK to the end. Um, we are jumping over to Spain. So there was one event today in Spain and then they have tomorrow off. Um, so today King Felipe, opened the exhibition called uh, Luz? Is it Luz? 
loses the word for light and now I'm thinking that that's not the right word and my iPad which is where my um outline is just died so I have to pull it up on my phone which is fine just now I'm questioning myself um oh okay it's called the Lux so it's the Lux exhibition that was hosted by the Age of Man Foundation at Burgos Cathedral in Burgos which is in um Castilla y León, which is in like the central part of Spain. So it's basically Madrid north until you hit like Galicia, Astorias, until you hit the northern communities, really. Um, Digs up a lot of space. It's uh, probably the largest landmass community in Spain. Um, And so Part of this exhibit was to celebrate the 800th anniversary of the cathedral. It seemed like a very Catholic church-based event. Um, There were a lot of, I I don't know if they were, they weren't cardinals, so they must have been bishops or archbishops. I don't understand the Catholic church-like ranking system for priests. Um, I get that the pope is at the top and then cardinals are second. Um, and then I think, I think they're bishops next. I think bishops have the purple, but I don't know. Um, so anyway, there were a lot of men in black robes with purple sashes that are priests in the Catholic church, but have a higher ranking than your average day parish leader. Um, and so I didn't do a ton of research into this one. I'm going to be real honest. It looked super not up my alley um and just like was not here for it so that was king felipe's event i i'm a little unsure on if i want to touch on this but because i've said that much i will um so today king felipe's sister uh infanta elena took on her first engagement in like two years um and look i don't talk about anybody's siblings um like unless they're doing an event with the monarch or an heir like I just don't I just kind of drew the lines um somewhere once I realized I was going to have to um it just became too much to talk about like you know so many people um so I I stopped and the only reason I'm mentioning this is because, like, it's kind of significant that um, she's back in the official calendar. Um, I don't know how often. I don't expect she'll end up in there very often. But it was it was kind of interesting to know that occasionally she may still be drawn on to take on engagements. Um, I just didn't expect that. Um, you know, and she, Elena, is a private citizen um she doesn't have a role in the royal family in terms of like she's not paid by the household or anything like that um that's not where she gets her money from she has a job and but she has always seemed to be supportive of the institution of the monarchy and her father and brother now um has she made some pretty what i would consider bigger mistakes Yes, but it didn't seem to super affect um, the overall, like, popularity. I mean, she's not, like, they didn't pull on her, but it seemed that it wasn't a big deal that um, 
what I would consider some colossal mess ups. Um, they didn't seem to really affect too much. It was just kind of expected behavior, um, which isn't necessarily a good thing, but whatever. Um, so I just kind of expected that after that had all happened, that really it would just be Felipe and Letizia solely. Um, they've also been bringing back like Queen Sophia into the mix a little bit. Again, I don't talk about her unless she's doing an event with them. Um, and most of that is honestly for simplicity's sake. Like I can't follow every single member of every single royal royal family, even if I know kind of what they're doing, I can't spend that time talking about it um, for efficiency reasons. And especially as we're no longer living in a pandemic, yes, we're going into the summer, but like when we come back from the summer, so like mid-September, I expect things are going to be a little crazy um, in terms of like event counts and things like that, because theoretically we'll be kind of out of this pandemic. So, um, yeah, just a couple of things to note. It looks like the Spanish royal household is allowing some engagements to be shared officially from Queen Sofia and Infanta Elena, which is interesting. Um, so anyway, that's what was going on in Spain. And then today in Sweden, we had a couple of events as well. So Crown Princess Victoria sent a message to um, the municipality of Borgos, I think is how you say that. I don't know. Um, but it is a municipality in Vastergotland, which is Crown Princess Victoria's duchy. Um, and like I said, that is a city that is turning 400 years old, um, which I feel like she just did one, maybe, maybe it was 500 or something years old. Maybe it wasn't 400, but, um, she did just do one recently with, um, I think Gotha, Gothenburg, I don't remember. It's been a couple weeks since then. Um, so just congratulating them on their anniversary celebrations. Um, and then in continued uh, news from the Swedish po political situation, uh, King Carl Gustav today held a video meeting with the Speaker of the Riksdag to discuss the ongoing um, attempts, essentially, not really full attempts, but like the ongoing process of selecting a new prime minister um, after the vote of confidence last week in the official resignation yesterday. Um, so the speaker, like I mentioned yesterday in yesterday's episode, the speaker of the Swedish parliament, which is called a Riksdag um, or the Riksdag, will have four attempts to create a government that is backed by the majority of parliament. Um, and if that is impossible to make happen, he will uh, call for a snap election, which is not ideal in any situation. So hopefully it doesn't have to come to that um, and they can all work together to find something out. But you know, at the end of the day, this is all politics. So I'm a little jaded still from last year. <laughs> Uh, last year's American political situation and also like the ongoing processes that it has taken for a lot of these European countries to create governments. I'm a little concerned, but, um, uh, you know, I'm not Swedish, so I don't know. Um, 
I just know what I have seen in other countries and uh, what I'm reading when I'm looking this up in my free time. So that is what was going on in Sweden today. Um, I hope you guys don't mind that this was like a super chill casual episode because I was just kind of feeling like that's what I need. Um, I am glad I decided to do an episode. I was a little thinking maybe I wouldn't, but I thought, well, if I do today, because then I can take, if I need to, like if tomorrow is really slow, like I'm expecting it to be, um, then I'll take tomorrow and record on Thursday again, and then I'll still record the special episode on Friday for the Princess of Astorius Awards, and then July is kind of crazy with special episodes, so I'm doing one on Friday for the Princess of, I think I just called it Astorius, but it's Girona, it's Girona, um, the Princess of Girona Awards, not that that ever gets confusing, um, and then I might do one for Crown Princess Victoria's birthday, um, because those are, like, some fun celebrations, so that might get its own episode. It may not, either, depending on what that day looks like. Um, and then we'll definitely do one for July 22nd. This one will be more of a sad one, um, focused on the 10th anniversary of the attack, terrorist attacks in Norway. Um, so that is kind of a look at what's coming ahead next month, um, But for now, I will talk to you either tomorrow or the next day, um, depending on events. I may pop on and do like a quick minute, like, hey, no episode today, talk to you tomorrow kind of thing. I may not, um, just because we talked about it today. But anyway, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. I will talk to you all in the next couple of days. Uh, Please like and review this podcast wherever you are listening, as it really helps grow the podcast. Um go ahead and visit the website, thedailyroyal.com and the Daily Royal on Instagram. And I will talk to you all in the next couple of days. Have a fantastic Wednesday. Bye.